Welcome to another conversation on the latest happening with all of our magic internet money. Rumors are flying that we could see a Bitcoin ETF approval as soon as Friday this week. Of course, the deadline coming up on the 10th for what we think is the first major window. Of course, that's ARK Invest's final deadline coming up on the 10th. What happens? We shall see. It could be approved at any minute, basically. At this point, a lot of hope riding on that January 10th approval. Everything seems to be moving in that direction. We're going to be discussing that in today's video. Also, Michael Saylor buying more Bitcoin because he just has that big of balls, man. The biggest balls. This guy. This guy. I tell you. Holy crap. Also got some Solana news. Some other stuff we're going to be diving into, some crypto regulation news, all the fun stuff. And of course, as always, stick around to the second half of this conversation because I'll be answering your questions, Q&A, bring the goods. I love those parts of the video. It's the best part of the video, to be honest. You guys always come up with the most interesting stuff to talk about. So we're looking forward to that in the second half of the video. Let's talk about the news. Let's dive in. And of course, quick shout out to everybody joining today on the live, whether here on YouTube or on X or listening to this later on the Spotify or Apple Podcasts. You guys are awesome. Thanks so much for hopping in and having a conversation on crypto with me. I love it. Now, let's dive in. Let's dive in. Price of Bitcoin doing interesting things currently. I like what I'm seeing here on the charts. Now, we've had a big slowdown in the run on the MACD. Now, last time we had a bullish MACD crossover was back on the 2nd of December. From that point, Bitcoin ran from 38K up to 45k ever since then we've seen a cool down in the macd as the price has basically ranged sideways look at that beautiful beautiful structure on the market here basically ranging sideways forming a nice little consolidation triangle here in an uptrending market which is generally a bullish signal We've broken to the upside from that triangle currently as the macd has once again flipped into bull territory watching this closely of course this could all change very 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 quickly with a denial by the sec of that bitcoin etf in the next few days although right now it's looking like probably going to be a slam dunk based on everything we've heard that sec even rushing to get these companies to amend their filings by december 29th so they can could be considered for the first round of approvals that would likely come by january 10th rumors from insiders now saying by Friday, but structurally Bitcoin looking pretty hot, man. I'd date that. Holy cow. Look at that. Yikes. Okay. From Bitcoin magazine, the SEC still needs to go through paperwork for spot Bitcoin ETFs. So the announcement is likely towards the ends of the week. That's from Charles Gasparino over on Fox business. So we're getting lots of, rumors lots of chinese whispers about what's going on here somebody said somebody has sources over here and over there da, 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 da. yeah so looking like we could be see it by friday now don't put too much hopes on sources say somebody's source talk to somebody's source who talked to a guy who knew a guy who was in a cab who said something to somebody but in all likelihood we will see this by the 10th friday would kind of make sense i mean that's what the fifth friday the fifth or mid next week you know don't get too hung up on it. it's going to be by friday it may not be by friday they have paperwork to do guys got like two guys there just like you know screw my life why am i here doing this bitcoin etf paperwork i should be in you know the bahamas with my wife on the beach somewhere when all goes through your duels paperwork 
they'll get it done eventually. But we're still looking at very high chance of that approval by January 10th. Bitcoin Magazine also reporting Bitcoin is pumping ahead of this week. Reuters reporting again that the spot Bitcoin ETFs may be approved this week. We've had lots of, again, lots of rumors from lots of different sources saying that that ETF approval is coming this week. Um, another one from TD Cohen basically saying, again, it's going to come by the 10th. It's going to be a political necessity at this point that basically the SEC doesn't have a leg to stand on anymore. They've been defeated in court. The political pressure, I mean, BlackRock's here. Come on. Come on, Gary Gensler is one Goldman alumni, so we got to keep that in mind. But two, he knows BlackRock. He knows he doesn't want to end up, you know, unaliving himself in a park in the middle of the night or something like that. Like, you got to do what BlackRock wants you to do. That's that's how the game is played. Gary knows how the game is played. Gary's a game player. Gary's a game player. And actually, this is the game. This is the game. This is Wall Street's takeover of the Bitcoin markets. And it makes me feel uneasy. And I know we get very excited about the, the price. Oh, the price is going to go so high. It's going to be glorious. <sighs> and then all my cypherpunk fantasies about Bitcoin becoming the world currency and all this kind of stuff kind of slowly fade away into oblivion. As BlackRock, JP Morgan, all the worst financial villains and criminal cartels in history wade deep into the crypto markets. Oh, and they're going to start with Bitcoin, then there'll be Ethereum, and then they're going to be in everything else. The impact of Wall Street money is going to be massive. And look, I'm all about making money in crypto, guys. I really, really am. But I also like crypto for the technology. Part of why I'm so excited about crypto is because of the technology and, of course, the life-changing gains. It's also great. But man, oh, man. They're here, man. They're here. The game, set, match. It's on the way. Anyway. BlackRock out here seeding their Bitcoin ETF another 10 million bucks. Chump numbers, BlackRock. You got to step that up. Bitwise, boom, real money, 200 million bucks. Hashdex, 2.8 million. Wisdom Tree, 2.5 million. The funds are starting to flow. Now, here's the thing. These guys are going to bring a lot of money in. And it's crazy. Let's say that every one of them brought in $200 million. Then we're talking about a few billion in buying pressure. Now, obviously, the initial CD numbers are much lower than that, so we can't say for sure they're going to bring in hundreds of millions of dollars. But here's how it's going to work. People are going to show up with cash and say, I want Bitcoin ETFs. BlackRock takes the cash. They go buy Bitcoin and give the person the IOU, which is the Bitcoin ETF. Now, when these big players get enough Bitcoin in their corner, then that's when they can really start doing what they always do best manipulate prices and all the rest. I mean, you think the Bitcoin cartel, the crypto cartels are bad now. Wait till Wall Street gets in, ma'am. We've been playing like the kitty in the kiddie pool with our like market manipulating cartels. Nobody manipulates markets like JP Morgan. That should be their, their new slogan. <laughs> uh, anyway, Michael Saylor, the Giga Chad, Mr. Big Balls himself, saying that he's going to sell 315,000 MicroStrategy shares and buy more Bitcoin. I was doing this between now and like April, so it's unclear exactly what price he's going to get all that Bitcoin in at, but still pretty damn big move here by Sailor. If he gets another 200 million bucks, this is for his personal Bitcoin, not for MicroStrategy Bitcoin, for his personal Bitcoin. Now, we don't know exactly how much Bitcoin he has already. I would guess a, a truckload a truckload, probably not as much as a micro strategy, but definitely a truckload. So 
Here he is. Buy more Bitcoin, guys. Sailor will not be stopped. He's coming for all your coins. I guess better in the hands of um, better in the hands of Sailor than Larry Fink and, J and uh, Jamie Dimon, huh? At least Sailor's one of us. By the way, Bitcoin being taken off exchanges in record numbers ahead of the 2024 halving. Now, this is something interesting we talked about a few times before. And it's it's really very, very true. Peak Bitcoin has already happened. So back in the COVID crash is when we got peak Bitcoin, basically the record number of Bitcoins sitting on exchanges. Ever since that time, we have basically been trending nonstop in one direction, which is down. As people take Bitcoin off of exchanges, put it in their hardware wallets because they see the big picture. They see what's coming. They're exiting fiat. They're escaping the, the tyranny and the terror of central bank digital currencies, which, mark my words, are coming and they're going to be bad. At least we have Bitcoin. At least we have Bitcoin. But then a lot of people are not going to have Bitcoin. They're going to have an IOU from BlackRock, which is just not the same thing, is it? You get the price exposure without any of the actual benefits of the asset, the self-custody, the ability to send the transaction to anyone, anywhere in the world, regardless of their race, religion, gender, identity, whatever. Bitcoin doesn't care about any of this stuff. But BlackRock, oh, they care. BlackRock definitely cares. Remember, BlackRock was the big one pushing all that ESG BS. Well, they backed off the ESG thing a little bit, but still. Uh, Deus Aero saying another sell the news event. I'm going to make a video on that very topic soon. I think, as we discussed here, short term, I think we could see a bit of a sell the news coming in here for the Bitcoin ETF. I would not be surprised by that, to be honest, because... The truth is, is that on day one, $10 billion is probably not going to come into the Bitcoin ETF products. Now, maybe in the first week or two, we might see a billion dollars come in. That's a big number, a big number, a big amount of money. But the real impact of the Bitcoin ETF doesn't happen on day one, day three, five, 20, or even the first month. We're talking about something that's going to start playing out over the next months to the next couple of years. As we see the gates being opened. Imagine a big herd of cows coming. The herd. Wildebeests. All the stuff. Hippos and the hippos herd. I don't know. Anyway, they're all coming for your Bitcoin, guys. They're all coming. You'll get the first ones through the gate, but the main bulk of the herd, they're not the first ones through the gate. Those are the enthusiastic bulls. Most of the buyers will show up a little bit later. And so that moment of uncertainty where the Bitcoin ETFs come out, we don't have, you know, tens of billions of dollars show up on day one, we'll create enough uncertainty potentially in the market. We do give it a sell the news event. Now, sell the news is not guaranteed. Keep that in mind. But these big events do often have a sell the news effect. But fundamentally, long term, the Bitcoin ETF is not a sell the news event. It is a buy the rumor, buy the news event. Because of the fundamental reality of all this new money, getting a gateway to enter into the market. So even if we see a short-term price correction in a few days or a few weeks after the initial deployment of these ETF products, I don't think it'll be long before the market takes a big turnaround in the opposite direction and starts going back up again. Assuming the world doesn't implode, obviously. And hey, guys, the halving's only a few months away. Welcome to 2024. Happy New Year, by the way. I forgot to say that. Happy New Year to everybody, obviously. And welcome to 2024, the year of the freaking Bitcoin halving. Because guess what? That's the next narrative. 
that's the next narrative. We're going to go right from, whoa, Bitcoin ETFs to holy crap, Bitcoin having to holy crap. Look at all these companies that are now buying Bitcoin ETF products to holy crap. The uh, FASB stuff's coming on and all the rest of it. It's the FASBs to do accounting rules, by the way. Ah, good things happen in the crypto space, guys, overall. This is funny, by the way. You probably saw this, but I wanted to share it because I think it's hilarious. JP Morgan and Jane Street will work with BlackRock as authorized participants on their Bitcoin ETF. Now, Jamie Dimon has personally spent years publicly bashing Bitcoin. In fact, just as recently as I think December 3rd or 4th, he was on a public panel saying, I would shut Bitcoin down if I was the government, blah, 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 which is why he's completely disqualified, of course, from aside from being like the right-hand man of Satan, he's obviously should never run for any political office because he's a terrible human being would also be terrible for Bitcoin. But anyway, besides the point, you have to look at the reality of not what they say, but what they actually do. So years and years of passing Bitcoin as well as recently as a month ago. And then, bada bing, bada boom, JP Morgan, authorized participant for the Bitcoin ETF products. Don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do every time. Because it's always different. The liars. Hey, by the way, this is pretty insane. This kind of gives a little bit of the vibe for where the hype is going right now. Bitcoin mining stock, Marathon Digital, was the most traded U.S. stock in the last 24 hours. Now, this was a week ago, but just reading the headline here. Surging past Tesla, Amazon, and Apple all in uh, trading volumes. And that is insane. That is absolutely insane. <sighs> what? Nuts. Obviously, in stock markets, you have some big bets you can make on the crypto industry, whether it's Marathon Digital or other Bitcoin miners, uh, whether it's Coinbase stock. We'll have others coming soon. Circles, rumored to do an IPO. There's been rumors of Kraken IPO. Uh, some others that'll be doing IPOs. So these crypto proxy stocks, Marathon Digital has outperformed Bitcoin this year, by the way. So it's been a huge play this year for those who have been into these Bitcoin mining stocks. Coinbase has had an incredible year. My Coinbase buys have been some of my best buys of the year. The hype is here and the hype is coming to the stock market. And this is an early indicator that the hype has arrived. All right. Real quick before we get into all the altcoin news, regulation news, stuff like that, guys. If you are not yet checked out with um, the Manta Network, go and check it out. This is an awesome layer two coming up here for uh, Ethereum. So this is um, a new one. It's using modular data availability from Celestia, ZK EVM technology from Poly uh, Polygon, bridge support from layer zero, huge amounts of money already bridged over to it. I've put 40 ETH into it personally to farm the airdrop, which is coming up. So there is an airdrop coming up. You will need an invite code for that. Obviously, if you use the invite code, it's a referral link. I will get a bonus for that. So thank you very much for doing that. Of course, it's a new network. Risks always exist. Guys, keep that in mind. Don't don't tape everything for me. 40 ETH is like, ah, it's great. But like if I lose 40 ETH, it's not going to be the end of everything for me, right? So just please keep that in mind. It's new network. But the airdrop is coming up very soon. So I put some ETH in. You can use the invite code down below if you'd like to check it out as well. Of course, DYOR, learn a bit about it first. But that airdrop window is closing. They're going to be doing the snapshot here sometime soon. So if you want to get checked out, link in the description. Thank you very much. Okay, so that's one. And the other I want to mention is actually Magic Squares. So they've got an airdrop as well. It's closing in just a few days. So there's not that many coins left to farm. But if you did want to get it checked out, check out Magic Square. 
Basically, Magic Square is an app store for crypto. So I'm a private sale investor in Magic, and I've also got a link down below where you can check out um, Magic Square if you want to try and get some of those airdrop tokens. Again, the airdrop is going to be finishing in a few days, but there's still some chance to get a few tokens if you want to get those. Mentioned it the other week here on Twitter as well, so maybe you saw it there and had a chance to farm a few extra tokens. But it's also just a great app worth checking out if you're into crypto because it's a, it's an app store for crypto. So go and check it out, guys. Okay. That part's over. Now, let's get back into the news. Big regulatory news. Big regulatory news going on here. So Japan shocking the crypto world with a game-changing move. Cool. So they've announced no more tax on crypto. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Good move, Japan. Japan, of course, is one of the biggest cryptocurrency markets out there. Now, Japan, for a long time, has been stifled by draconian regulations. The Mt. Gox thing. I don't know if you know about Mt. Gox. If you're doing around here, you may not. Mt. Gox was the biggest Bitcoin exchange back in the day. It was based in Tokyo. They collapsed. Ever since then, Japan's been very cautious with the crypto industry. Never banned it. Never did anything like that. But... They've been very cautious, but no more tax on crypto. That's a big move. So we got that going on. India banning uh, access to crypto exchange URLs for the most popular crypto exchanges, which is just like, man, India FUD once again. How many times have we seen India go back and forth with this BS where we're banning crypto and then we're not banning crypto and then we're banning crypto and then we're not banning crypto and what a mess. What an absolute mess. Anyway. Just the latest BS out of India. India, by the way, is the country with one of the highest adoption rates, one of the largest numbers of users of crypto in the world. It's a very, very important market for the entire cryptocurrency industry. So what happens there is very important. And we'll keep an eye on this, of course, moving forward. Hopefully, it just doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, people will just use VPNs and ignore the government's BS edicts. Depends on how serious they get about everything, obviously. New crypto tax rules coming in for Americans. I'm sure you guys are going to love this one. This is insane. And I don't know how they're going to actually try to enforce this BS, but it's it's BS. Listen to this crap. New crypto tax rules start today. Demand reporting transactions, your name, your address, your social security number of over $10,000 within 15 days to the IRS or you face a felony. That's draconian. America, so much freedom. Jeez, guys, what is this BS? I mean, can't you just report at the end of the year like a normal human being? Why? What's up with this? Like, you have to do it in 15 days or your phase of felony stuff. Like, what? As Bitcoin News points out here, compliance is unclear. How are you supposed to comply with this? What's the enforcement going to be like on this? Of course, they hired all those new IRS agents, so I'm sure they're going to be looking for this. Would not surprise me. How many people can they go after for something like this? You get an airdrop. What about this? You get an airdrop. You're on holiday for two weeks. You come back and like, oh, crap, I got an airdrop in my wallet. And the IRS is like, oh, we know. We saw that 15 days ago. Cops are coming to your house now, buddy. Shouldn't pay more attention. Like the the implications of a of a just mentally deficient rule like this. It hurts my brain. It hurts my brain anyway. There we go. I'm sure a lot of people are going to completely ignore this or simply be completely unaware of its existence. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, here's here's good news, by the way. 
Phantom Wallet. Big fan of Phantom Wallet, by the way. I like using Phantom Wallet on Solana. I still use MetaMask for my Ethereum stuff. Anyway, Phantom. Uh, now introducing Bitcoin. So you can actually do uh, BRC20 tokens on the Phantom Wallet, which is nice. I, I mentioned that because it's nice to see more integration of Bitcoin token standards across popular wallets. So... Before that, I was kind of like, ah, I'm just feeling lazy to get another wallet. This, yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll just play around a little bit. It'll be fun. Okay. Ethereum's released their new roadmap. Uh, Thor has been nice enough to break it down here for us. So let's just have a quick look at some of the big things coming up, the big things we need to know about for 2024. Of course, the big one is EIP 4844. Interesting proto-dank sharding which is the first part of the larger dank sharding roadmap. Now, essentially, what this does, what you need to know, EIP 4844 will lower transaction fees for Ethereum Layer 2s by between 10 and 100x, essentially making Ethereum Layer 2s cost competitive with the likes of Polygon and Solana and others. May not be immediate, the effect, but as we see that tar um, technology rolling out, you will see that. Hmm. Uh, restaking. Now, restaking, this is something we've seen a lot of talk about. Eigenlayer has got like a billion dollars total value locked up already, which is going to be a huge airdrop for those who have been trying to get their ETH into that. Restaking, of course, puts a lot more ways to use your Ethereum. Man, I feel like we are building, you know, when I look at the restaking, when I look at all of the uh, liquid staked Ethereum derivatives, when I look at the liquid staked Ethereum backed stable coins and everything that's gone into the Ethereum DeFi with liquid staked coins and restaking and the leverage is taken there, like I feel like it's already obvious where the next B big deleveraging event is going to be in the next bear market. Maybe I'm wrong on that, but with a two year exit queue for Ethereum, Things get real saucy real quick in the Ethereum liquid staking space when uh, when the shit hits the fan and where everybody's trying to rush for the exit doors at the peak of the market or when the market starts to turn and starts dropping precipitously. Account abstraction, another big thing coming up. So this is going to be really, really big, I think, for crypto overall. We already have some blockchains that have account abstraction. Ethereum, of course, being such a big daddy in the space, needs to hop on the train here. But essentially, this allows for all kinds of smart accounts with benefits like wallet recovery, gasless transactions, bundled transactions, and much, much more. So this is a very, very big game changer for Ethereum as it could make usability of the blockchain absolutely next level. So definitely something to watch out for. Uh, layer 2 growth, of course. We've seen big things happening with the optimistic roll-up and the ZK EVM scene. Basically, huge numbers of roll-ups coming out on Ethereum. Big things happening in the Layer 2 space on Ethereum. I think that's where the excitement is right now. Layer 1 Ethereum, there's still some cool stuff that launches over there, but it's a pain in the butt, man. I had to do, I had to do some stuff the other day, and it required a lot of different transactions. I had to swap some stuff and then claim some stuff and then stake some stuff and then... I think I ended up doing like 15 transactions in the course of just trying to do a few simple things. And it took like a half hour because it takes a while to do transactions. And it probably cost about $20 per transaction on average. So I spent in that half hour, I spent two to $300 just screwing around trying to do trans. Had I done the same thing on Solana, it would have cost me 
five cents, 10 cents, maybe, maybe, maybe not, maybe not even 10 cents. Anyway, I, I like layer twos on Ethereum. I use them quite frequently. It's where I do most of my stuff if I want to do ETH related stuff these days. But, uh, you know, not everything's there. Sometimes you got to do stuff on layer one ETH. It's the way it is. Uh, ETH has money in 2023. Ethereum generated $2.41 billion in fees compared to Bitcoin, 805, BNB, 179, and Solana at 25 million. So that is a big damn deal right there without a doubt. So lots of big things, of course, happening for Ethereum. Lots of big things coming up for Ethereum. Of course, spot Ethereum ETF should probably come very shortly after the spot Bitcoin ETF. So definitely something to keep an eye out for. Big things happening in this, just the on-chain space here as well, which is very exciting. Volume on Uniswap was higher than the New York Stock Exchange and NASDAQ combined. Pretty big. Pretty big. Now, of course, those are all dudes. But anyway, you know, still pretty big. <laughs> it's pretty big, right? Pretty big news. Obviously, we're seeing lots of stuff happening on chain. This is pretty insane right here. This is a crazy stat. So according to DeFi Llama, decentralized exchange volumes break $28 billion on Solana which is big, big numbers. See, the previous month was November, and that was like $8 billion. And before that was like nothing ever, even ever came close, not even barely close. This is a huge, 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 huge move. Solana flipping Ethereum and monthly NFT sales for volume for the first time in history. I'm not surprised by that. I mean, as much as I love spending $50 on gas fees to buy a $10 NFT, Ethereum, I think the user experience on Solana is nicer. So it's no wonder we're seeing people ape into Solana-based NFTs. Also big news about an upcoming airdrop, which is Jupiter Exchange. So Solana-based Jupiter Exchange, uh, they, the builder Ware Meow posted meshes the other day. A few important things. So one is that there is going to be a revenue sharing at some point in the future. What that's going to look like, we still don't know. It's still very early, right? But there will be the token drop coming soon, the initial token drop anyway. Long term, there'll be more token airdrops to keep people excited on the platform, keep using the platform, keep engaged with the platform. They're going to have future airdrops coming as well. So, you know, that's cool. Big things, big things happening in Solana space. Big, some big airdrops. Jupiter is going to be a big one. I think that's pretty obvious at this point. And they're looking at doing Forex and stocks and stuff as well. And then you have a lot of others. Uh, we've been talking about those, of course, in the newsletter recently. But there's some big ones coming up uh, on the Solana blocks. So let me just throw out a, a few names here for you guys in case you missed them when we were talking about them. Uh, MarginFi, this has been at Camino Finance, K-A-M-I-N-O, Camino Finance. That's probably one to definitely keep an eye on. And uh, Drift, D-R-I-F-T. Those are probably two that I think I see a lot of people getting excited about. So definitely worth keeping an eye on those Solana airdrops because they're cheap to farm, which is nice. Anyway, this one's pretty interesting from the DeFi investor. Crypto just saw its largest 30-day capital inflow since January 2022. He says our exit liquidity is coming back. We are a very long way away from the markets going totally crazy. But man, we've seen a big tick up recently. It's been, it's been a wild few months without a doubt. I hope you guys are making money. I hope you've been having fun most importantly, but it's been a wild few months. So pretty cool. Uh, where are we at? Okay, another Solana one here for you. Should move that a few slides back. Anyway, Solana flipped Ethereum worldwide Google search interest for the first time ever. That's pretty interesting. 
that's pretty interesting, right? And it, it's obvious why. If you're a new person coming into the market and you go over to Ethereum, and I actually had this, uh, I was talking to a buddy and he did something on Ethereum. He's like, I can't believe how much, like it was like $40 in fees. Like you lose sight of reality. Like I've got, you know, I've been in crypto for a long time. I've got plenty of Ethereum. I can pay the fees. Big flex, right? I can, I can afford to use Ethereum layer one. For the average person coming in, they don't want to spend 20 bucks on a freaking transaction and then the transaction fails. No, no, they want somewhere they can go and spend a penny. That's everybody's okay with spending a penny, 10 cents a dollar. I'll give you a dollar for a transaction. 20 bucks, 50 bucks. Get out of here. Get out of here, Ethereum. You're drunk. Go home. What is that? What is that? Crazy. Uh, oh, yeah, here we go. Mix the slides up here for you guys. Yes, like I said, real world assets, Forex stocks, all that stuff coming to the Jupiter Exchange. Okay. Uh, and the last one here from Titans of Crypto, the LMACD flipped on the monthly time frame for altcoins. Now, the last time that this happened was mid-2020. And from that point, we saw the total market cap of all altcoins go from around 30 to 40 billion up to around 2 trillion. Interesting. Interesting. As he says, you've been warned. That doesn't happen very often, does it? No. And the implications for what that could mean, of course, it's just an indicator on a, on a chart, but still. Hey, by the way, before we get into the Q&A session, guys, we're not signed to the Wealth Master Newsletter yet. Get it checked out. Best damn newsletter in the cryptocurrency industry. Every issue jam-packed full of alpha. Gotta check it out. We talk about altcoins. We talk about nfts we talk about altcoin reports technical analysis the latest news obviously because there's a newsletter you can join our over 90,000 weekly readers probably about 100k by now i haven't checked in a few days anyway you can join our over 90,000 weekly readers for free link down below in the description check it out <laughs>